Welcome to Habits for Your Happily Ever After, where we get clear about your marriage communication. Because when your relationships are strong, you're able to concentrate at work, reduce the conflict at home, and then receive support for your dreams so you have the courage to live your best life. I'm Rebecca Mullen, a relationship coach living in Western Colorado, and today we'll talk about why the way you say hello and goodbye to your sweetheart matters. You'll get a hello and goodbye habit to practice. I'll give you a date night discussion prompt that will make you feel welcomed by your sweetheart, and I'll offer you a little present that will add a game to your comings and goings. Does it matter how you say hello to your sweetheart? How about goodbye? Think for just a minute. Does your hello say, I'm glad to see you? Or is your hello flavored with the taste of goodbye? I'm busy. Is your hello ever flavored with disappointment to see your sweetheart? How do you think that impacts your relationship long term? The way we say hi and bye is so invisible that it's tempting to think those moments in life don't matter. But moments like hi and goodbye matter as much, if not more, than the big events in your life. Because hi and goodbye are transitional moments, and transitional moments have a particular power in your relationship. You're in between. In-between moments can help us feel grounded, like we belong. Or they can cause the ground under us to feel unstable, like at any minute life will crumble apart. I'm going to tell you a story about hello in my marriage and why changing just that single welcoming moment made an enormous difference in my marriage. We'll start with my disposition. I am a roller coaster of emotion. My laugh is so loud that once the people in front of me at the movie theater got up and moved. (laughs) And that laughter and joviality make me the life of the party. But I'm not always laughing. And when I'm crying or mad or just sad, the emotion is just as big as that laughter that made the people in front of me get up and get out of there. My husband is not a roller coaster. He's rock steady. Sometimes he'd come through the door and I'd toss my arms around him and plant a big kiss on his lips. Of course he loved that. And for the first while in our relationship, I think he even loved it when I was an emotional mess because he loved feeling like he could comfort me. But how many times can you ride a roller coaster and still enjoy your stomach turning over? All those excitable emotions became a wave of chaos, drowning my husband. He didn't know what to expect when he walked through the door. It was unpredictable. This was that in-between moment. How do you think he felt when his transition into his home was chaotic and unpredictable? My rock-solid husband became unsteady. I didn't see my husband crumbling away right away, but over time, it looked like he was walking on eggshells, trying not to make noise. In his head, he was silently asking the question, is she going to love me today? And this nervousness, 
on his part made me sad. Of course, I loved him. I was just overwhelmed. I was caught up in my own experience. And that is the essence of why hi and goodbye matter so much. Because it's natural for us to be caught up in our own experience, especially when life is serving up something that's overwhelming. But moments, repeated moments, provide the texture of your life and your love. The house, the job, the friendships, they can all be smooth and wonderful, but if the moment your sweetheart welcomes you home is rough, you feel like a little bit of your skin was just scraped off with sandpaper. When I talk to couples who've been married a long time, it's the teeny tiny moments that make them feel safe and loved. The smell of toast cooking each morning. The predictable sound of tooth brushing just before bed. Seeing a kind face, hearing familiar sounds is what will fill your home with a sense of belonging. And that's what I wasn't doing. I wasn't saying, welcome home, husband, you belong here. And so maybe my husband wondered just where it was that he belonged. So I started an experiment. No matter how I felt, I was going to greet David in a way that said, I love you, I'm glad you're home. However, I didn't want to put pressure on myself that it had to be some great big grand gesture, just a small pause in whatever big feelings I had for just a moment to say, hi, lovey. And then I gave myself permission to be my roller coaster self. If I was bubbling over with excitement, I let myself rattle on. If I was frustrated, I let myself tell him all about it. And if I needed to escape, I handed over the baby and left. But not before I filled the air around him with welcome home energy. I did that for 30 days. And do you know what happened to his eggshell terror? (laughs) Absolutely nothing. Everybody loves this part of my story because it's so real, right? I mean, we all work so hard at something that is so big and feels so transformative and the people around us don't even notice. But to my credit, I didn't give up. I kept at it for another 30 days and probably tons more than that. But let's face it, when you're learning a lesson, it takes much, much longer than you realize. But then one day... My husband walked into the house, and the eggshells were gone. In their place was that rock-solid gaze that told me he wanted to know about my day. I didn't even realize how much his rock-solid gaze is what was helping me feel like I belonged. That his calm demeanor told me, You're my person, Rebecca. I'm glad to be home with you. This is how fundamental a habit can be. I'd created a sandpaper moment, and my husband felt raw. I could read that raw feeling on his face, and without realizing it, I'd gotten the message from him. Oh, um, you're here again. Oh, okay. (laughs) I hadn't realized that his eggshell feeling was making me feel insecure. I carved out a moment for hello, and it helped my husband. But it was also a way for me to give myself some rock-solid stability. And bonus, 
I saw again that look in my husband's eyes that said, I'm glad I live with you. It wasn't a long moment, but it was mindful and powerful. And that moment anchored me. And with me anchored, our marriage was anchored. Now, to help you avoid a sandpapery hello and to cultivate a tender goodbye with your sweetheart, this week's habit for your happily ever after is to notice the character of your hi and goodbye. Notice? All you want me to do is notice? How is that a habit, Rebecca? But did you hear how my noticing was the fundamental shift in my marriage? I noticed the walking on eggshells look in my husband's eyes. Before you can create a new habit and get that habit to stick, you need to know why creating that habit will change your life. The habit for your happily ever after this week is to notice what is natural for you. What kind of high and goodbye do you create when you're not even thinking about it? Habits are are about creating rituals in your day that become so natural that you don't think about it. But you can't create a new habit until you clearly understand what needs to shift and why. Okay, ready? I'm about to tell you the most important part of this whole deal. It's important that you notice yourself without judging yourself. See, it wasn't wrong that I was a roller coaster of emotion when my husband got home. It just wasn't communicating the message I wanted to convey. If you notice your hello or goodbye in order to judge yourself, shame will creep into the equation. And then it's just all a mess. Instead, allow yourself to simply be curious. Hmm. Is my hello communicating what I want to communicate? And, <laughs> and to help you notice your hi and goodbye in a gentle, playful way, I created a hi-bye heart. This little guy is so beautiful and I'm really proud of it. I had fun making it and because of that, it's filled with good juju. It's just a simple, colorful heart And it looks a little bit like a mosaic tile, but it's heart-shaped and laminated so you can put it all kinds of places and it won't wilt like some flowers or something like that. The idea is that you hide this heart for your sweetheart to find. Maybe you hide it in their shoe or maybe you leave it rolled up in the roll of toilet paper or you sneak it in between the peanut butter and jelly in a sandwich. The purpose of the heart isn't to find the best hiding place, though. It's to make a game out of noticing your high and goodbye and that they matter. The heart is just a fun way for you to remind yourself of that. And think of all the good juju this little heart will store up if you trade off putting it in places with your sweetheart. Days of hello become weeks, become years waving at each other with this colorful little heart. You're not going to remember to do it every day. But what if you remembered every week or every month? That would be 52 sweet little interchanges where you could wave at your sweetheart and you weren't even there. 
It made me happy to make it. So if you'd like me to send you one for free, just text me at 970-210-4480 and say, send me a hi by heart, please. And then I want to know where you put your hi by heart and how did you rethink your hellos and goodbyes. We've arrived at the date night discussion segment of the podcast. And the idea with the date night discussion prompt is that you find a way to connect and talk about something other than plans and chores. This week, ask your sweetheart about their most memorable goodbye. My most memorable goodbye was when I was nine years old. My father had moved back to Pennsylvania, and after spending the summer with him, I was getting on a plane to go back to Colorado. My dad and I were both really sad because for the first time in our lives, we were going to be living in different states, and it would be a long time before I'd see him again. But my dad made me feel welcomed, even as he said goodbye, because he told me a story. He was choking back tears. But he was thinking of me and he wanted to help me deal with the sadness I felt with the story of connection. So he said, do you remember Rick? I nodded because I couldn't talk. So my dad continued, well, once when I was at breakfast with him, I slipped a little cookie into his pocket. And then when I said goodbye, I patted him on the side so that cookie would crumble. And my dad acted it out, patting me on the side. And we both burst out laughing. That kind of laughter that explodes out of tears. I was brokenhearted with the circumstances of that goodbye. But I felt the hello my dad was putting in my pocket. I've carried that hello with me ever since. This week... Don't wait for them there to be time for a date night with candles and restaurant food. Conversation will connect you. Just ask your sweetheart about their most memorable hello or goodbye. Remember, if you want your free hi by heart, text me at 970-210-4480 and I'll send you one for free. And if this podcast show rings a bell for someone you know that might want help with their hello or their goodbye, I would appreciate it so much if you'd send them a link to this podcast. That's it for today. I'm Rebecca Mullen, and this has been Habits for Your Happily Ever After, where we get clear about your marriage communication. Because when your relationships are strong, you're better able to concentrate at work, reduce conflict at home, and receive support for your dreams so you can have the courage to live your best life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd be grateful if you'd send a link to your friend. Habits for Your Happily Ever After is produced by Grace Smith. All our music and sound comes from Walk West Productions. I'm Rebecca Mullen. 
Thanks for including me in your relationship today.